On this last day of November, we are joined today by the Dean of the Yukon School or College of Engineering. It is Kazim Kazarunian who is with us today to talk about the big change they've had recently at the School of Engineering, which has a new name. Dr. Kazarunian, thanks for joining me today. And uh, tell me your background. Uh, what got you into engineering in the first place? Good morning. I'm delighted to be with you this morning. Uh, I have been um, at UConn for for about 40 years now. I can't believe it. It has been that long. I joined UConn as then the youngest faculty in mechanical engineering in 1984. But prior to that, I, I studied mechanical engineering in the University of Illinois in Chicago, where I got my bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D., Actually, probably only the last years of uh, my uh, my bachelor's degree. You know. and prior to that, no, I, my wife and I were, became a political refugees and finding refuge in, in, in Chicago. Um, what got me into engineering? I, I, I don't know. It's probably a long story because before before I become an engineer, I, I was a classic guitar player and even instructor in the university, but... But you know what? Um, you never have control exactly on your, what you what you want to do, and I'm so delighted that that uh, the hand of fortune ended uh, me up in in engineering, an, an area and a field that I love and I cherish so much, and I just just enjoy the creativity and uh, the ability to to be innovative in engineering. And you've got big news as you've just moved from a school to a college of engineering. What does that mean? What's the difference? So um, this is probably a recognition of of the scale of what we do, the scope of our programs, the diversity of our programs. Um, to take you back and, and talk about then the school and now the College of Engineering, we are the largest public um, College of Engineering or Engineering Program in Northeast. In Connecticut, we produce 52% of the engineers in the state. And you know what the engineers in the state, in my view, are the engines of economic growth and economic development in, in the state. So, so for that, we are critical to the land-grant mission of the university, University of Connecticut. Um, and uh, we have we have seven departments within the college. We have 20 different research centers. We have now about 5,000 graduate and undergraduate students in the college. And we offer 15 different degrees. Um, our research expenditure is about $80 million per year. These are all really signs of, of growth and and recognition as a college is again repeating but a recognition of the scope and the scale of what we do and the impact we have in, in our communities. And the update to the College of Engineering's name also includes two internal changes. The Department of Computer Science and Engineering will become the School of Computing, and the Department of Mechanical Engineering will become the School of Mechanical, Aerospace, and Manufacturing Engineering. Tell me about those two departments and what that change means to them. 
So that is, I, I should also mention that that's only the stage one of this transition, and there are more exciting stages coming up as well. But each one of these programs, if you look at computing and the School of Computing right now, it is far more than a single discipline. Now, it covers areas such as cybersecurity, machine learning, artificial intelligence, hardware engineering, um, and, and each one of these areas, you know, they, you know, they have evolved into disciplines of their own. So it's not a single disciplinary department anymore. The same with mechanical engineering. You know, mechanical engineering, given the state that we live in, given the state that has kinds of Pratt and & Whitney and, and Sikorsky and, and um, Collins Aerospace, um, it has to have you know, aerospace is at the heart of what what is what the economy of Connecticut is based on. At the same time, we have General Dynamics that that an electric boat that that hires a ton of mechanical engineers that work on most advanced submarines in the world, and and therefore um, they are more than a single mechanical engineering discipline. They are. You know, manufacturing is a degree of its own, is, is a uh, focus of its own, aerospace is a focus of its own. And again, that transition and that, that elevation to, to a school from a single disciplinary department is a recognition of the scale and the scope of what they do. Dr. Kazrunian, does the renaming of the School of Engineering require additional funds or change the academic requirements of currently enrolled students? Not not at all, not at all, with the exception that their degree would say, actually with a lot of pride, that rather than um, graduating from computer science and engineering department, it is from the School of Computing. And actually, I've had a lot of alums reaching out to us asking, can, can the past degrees actually what alum from 1962, uh, approached me and said, can, can my degree possibly say the School of uh, Computing or, or the School of Mechanical Aerospace and Manufacturing rather than what it does? No, the, the academic in, um, requirements does not change. The, um, and, and the degrees would, would remain the same. What are some of the trends in engineering education in 2023? In, so, so in the field of engineering education, the field of education itself is evolving very fast. And, and, and therefore, um, the School of Engineering, the College of Engineering, and the field of engineering definitely is, is moving and changing very fast. To begin with, I should I should tell you that the role of the faculty, uh, from from a person that um, transmits the knowledge that they carry to their student, has evolved and changed drastically. No, I remember when I started at UConn, I had my notes that I would prepare the evening before, and then I would go to the blackboard and and put it on the blackboard, and the students. So carefully write down those notes and then memorize them for, for the exams. Those days are gone. The role of the faculty is rapidly changing to mentors and that participates in, in projects 
in team projects and innovations. And, uh, and so, so that is on the nature of the education itself. But the field itself is changing. You know, you look at artificial intelligence. In a matter of one year, it's probably changing the world. Many disciplines are going to drastically and profoundly be changed. And, and, and if they survive, they will survive in many different forms. And that definitely has consequences in, in engineering fields as well. Now, I remember, again, when I went to school, I spent um, hundreds of hours learning how to do blueprint drawing. Engineers still need to understand blueprints, but, but with advanced systems available at their fingertips, then, then those, some of those skill sets have, have transitioned. Other areas that have entered our lives, our technologies, um, everything that we do on a daily basis includes cybersecurity. You can design a grid system these days. You can design a any any public utility system without understanding and implementing cybersecurity in it. Um, artificial intelligence, again, is another field that, that's drastically changing the world that, that we live in. New materials. I think that you can be a good mechanical engineer, let, let alone a um, materials engineer, or you can be a good civil engineer without a profound understanding of the new materials and the potential for new materials. Sustainability is now uh, woven into almost everything that, that we do on a daily basis. An engineer that does not include and that does not think about the life cycle of the product that they design, whether it is civil engineering, whether it is mechanical engineering, computer, whatever it is, they must be conscious of the impact that they have in, um, uh, in their environment. But then way beyond that, now we are, we are living in a world that is interdisciplinary, and therefore the College of Engineering has accordingly evolved with that. We also have fields like um, engineering and fine arts, and that includes music engineering, sound engineering, entertainment engineering, that includes industrial design, and we're thinking about areas beyond that. We now have, we are, we are the only um, college in engineering program in the country that has engineering human rights, and we have become a role model for the world on that. Engineering for human rights, apart from the political aspects of it uh, as, is a field that worries about, again, pro the needs of civil rights and human rights, such as um, right to privacy, right to housing, and how do engineers uh, impact that in the environments that they work. Many other interdisciplinary exciting programs that are coming out by collaborating with other fields. Dr. Kazaruni, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a very famous engineer at the University of Connecticut, and that would be the president of the University of Connecticut, Radinka Merrick. Say a couple of words about her and the impact that her background and her educational experience has on your school college. So uh, an amazing engineer, an amazing and passionate innovator, 
And I think it is her passion and, and her, her leadership that has brought con uh, concerns and innovation about sustainability to the forefront of our strategic plans, not only in the School of Engineering, but across the university. Again, sustainability is the critical areas that almost every single discipline that the University of Connecticut has needs to have their hands in sustainability because that, that again, impacts our future as human, humans and uh, um, humanity it would not survive without us being concerned about sustainable energies, a sustainable environment, sustainable water resources. And we are so proud and so glad that we have a leader, President Merrick, or Radenka, as we so um, call her, because she's, again, I'm an engineer. I take pride that our president is an engineer. Uh, we, we are so fortunate to have her leading this charge for the university. And UConn is undoubtedly at the forefront of caring about sustainability and sustainable energies and sustainable environment in the country. She has very uh, uh, aspirational goals on making UConn um, zero carbon emission by, by 2030, which is way ahead of everyone else in every other university in the country. And that brings me to the role of women in engineering in general. She is a great example of it, but it used to be a field that was all men. But that's not the way it is in 2023, is it? No, it's not. It is not. Um, and and we still have some ways to go, but it has been a focus of College of Engineering to, to enhance its diversity and to create an environment in which everyone would feel um, equal and would feel comfortable in it. And actually, it was in some post, I believe, that a few years ago wrote an article and named UConn Engineering as the number one public engineering program or engineering school in the country that has closed the gender gap. Um, that is really a medal of honor for us. Uh, last year, for the first time in our history, first time ever in our history, our freshman class had more than 30% in their female engineering. This is an amazing number in a field that, as you mentioned, is, has been pre predominantly uh, men. Uh, you go back to 1950s and 60s and 70s, and you would see that maybe a class of 50 maybe had one, one female student in it. Now, there are fields in the, in the college that actually have about 50% females in them. What's the impact on the recent rise in STEM academies and STEM curriculum in middle and even high schools as well? We've got a good one here right here in North Wyndham, the Barrow STEM Academy. But are you now getting engineering students at UConn's College of Engineering that have more of a focus, more of a background in engineering than you used to before these STEM academies? Um, yes, absolutely. The answer to that is yes. I think that you know, the 
Science has always been a critical part of high school education, and, and there has been a lot of focus on that. But in the last decade or so, there is the trend of including engineering in in high schools, various engineering programs as honors classes or otherwise in, in engineering curriculum. The Yukon Engineering has multiple programs in which we engage teachers over the summer. You now we have two weeks program, we have six weeks programs, and I invite high school teachers that are possibly hearing me right now to, to explore the possibility of them joining these programs because we want them to understand the field of engineering, which has its very distinct differences in search. Um, we want them to understand it. We want them to get to know various programs we have. We want them to develop camaraderie with our faculty and through those uh, cherished trends, be able to be able to guide appropriately their students to all the possibilities that, that engineering has to offer. Do you think the engineering presence at UConn has never been stronger than it is right now? Uh, I I would proudly say that that we have been uh, we have been elevating the scale as well as the quality of what we do, and uh, and that that continues um, for the foreseeable future for forever. That would continue. Again, as I said, we produce 52% of the engineers in the state of Connecticut, and the state of Connecticut with our economy given the industry that we have in the state, relies on engineers. Probably another very interesting statistic is that 67, 67%, two-thirds of the engineers that are educated in the state. Well, I don't know how many engineering students at UConn ended up doing a morning radio program for 53 years, but I was admitted to the School of Engineering at UConn back in 1966. Well, that school is now the College of Engineering, a name change that began on November the 1st, and the dean of the UConn College of Engineering, Kazem Kazarunian joining us this morning. Dean, thank you very much. Interesting information about engineering at the University of Connecticut. Thank you very much for having me on your program. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.